Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Do you see dead people? Not because you're a Bruce Willis superfan, but because visits with Gma got a little weird after her funeral. Are you often up at 3 a.m. googling the various ways in which bodies decompose? But you swear it's just harmless research. Are you the first of your friend group to go on a murder tour or rent a haunted location for the night? Then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Identity Podcast. protein powders that give me a little extra boost. There are mornings when I just can't get up and eat a huge breakfast, so I make a protein shake instead, and the powders I got from Unico Nutrition hit the spot. There are so many delicious flavors. Vanilla ice cream milkshake, ooey gooey frosted cinnamon roll, spoonful of peanut butter with chocolate, Aunt Judy's banana cream pie, molten chocolate lava shake, cookies and cream dream, and candy shop caramel squares. They even have a birthday cake cupcake with rainbow sprinkles. Unico protein powder for women and men is the perfect guilt-free indulgence. Use the low-carb protein shakes for faster recovery after workouts, healthier snacking, or even as a meal replacement. The powder itself is so fine that it blends seamlessly into milkshakes and mixes for baked goods, and Unico has a bunch of recipes on their website for delicious donuts and keto-friendly cinnamon rolls, to name a few. Unico's everyday wellness supplements help replenish essential nutrients and help you live your best life. Trim down and tone up with Unico's best-in-class supplements for weight loss, carefully formulated with five patented all-natural ingredients to help you achieve your healthiest physique. Right now, listeners of the Identity Podcast can save $20 on their purchase at uniconutrition.com. Just head on over to their website and use code IDENTITY at checkout. That's O-D-D-E-N-T-I-T-Y. Say goodbye to chalky, tasteless protein powders and supplements that fall flat, and say hello to Unico Nutrition. It's like a bunch of unicorns are having a rave in your mouth. Seriously. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the Identity Podcast on the Podmoth Media Network. 
your bi-weekly foray into the weird, strange, and sometimes downright spooky. I've been racking my brain trying to figure out what sort of content I could release on the off weeks, and I think that a little weekly weird would be the perfect addition to the podcast. Short little episodes that likely wouldn't work as a half-hour episode, perhaps because there just isn't enough information to fill a half-hour slot. This week, I wanted to introduce you to a strange little novelty called The Frozen Charlotte, and I think it's only fitting that the story begins with a creepy song. I do apologize in advance. I looked for an audio file of someone singing the ballad with music behind it, but we're on a budget at the Odd Pod and can't afford to buy the rights. You get me sitting in a closet singing it instead. First time for everything. The song, dark and twisted as it may be, was a popular American ballad sung and reprinted in many newspapers and magazines from 1843 through to the 1920s. It's certainly not a song you'd associate with a child's toy. A woman freezing to death in a sleigh on the way to a fancy dress ball doesn't elicit feelings of childhood glee. But then, neither does Ring Around the Rosie. Maybe it's just a sign of the time in which it was created, but lots of children own the dolls associated with this dark song. Young Charlotte lived by the mountainside in a lonely, dreary spot. No other dwelling for three miles round except her father's cot. And yet on many a winter's eve young swains would gather there for her father kept a social abode, and she was very fair. Her father liked to see her dressed just like some city belle. She was the only child he had, he loved his daughter well. Her hair was black as raven's wings, her skin was lily fair, and her teeth were like the pearls of white, none with her could compare. At a village just sixteen miles off, there's a merry ball tonight. Although the air is freezing cold, her heart is warm and light. And there she watched with anxious looks, till a well-known voice she heard. And driving up to the cottage door, young Charles in a sleigh appeared. The mother to her daughter said, These blankets round you fold. For it is a dreadful night, you know, you'll catch your death of cold. Oh, no, oh, no, the darling cried. She laughed like a gypsy queen. For to ride in blankets muffled up, I never could be seen. My silken cloak is quite enough, you know it's lined throughout. Besides, I have a silk mantle to tie my face about. The gloves and bonnet being on, they jumped into the sleigh, and away they'd ride over mountainside and the hills so far away. There's music in the sound of bells as over the hills they go. What a creaking wake the runners make as they bite the frozen snow. And away they go silently till five cold miles were past. And Charles, with these few frozen words, the silence broke at last. 
Such a night as this I never knew, my lines I scarce can hold. With a trembling voice young Charlotte said, I am exceeding cold. He cracked the whip, he urged his steed much faster than before, until the last five other cold miles in silence they rode o'er. How very fast the freezing air is gathering on my brow. With a trembling voice young Charlotte cried, I'm growing warmer now. And away they ride over mountainside and through the pale starlight until the village inn they reached and the ballroom hove in sight. When they reached the inn young Charles jumped out and gave his hand to her. Why sit you there like a monument and have no power to stir? He called her once, he called her twice, she answered not a word. He called all for her hand again, but still she never stirred. He stripped the mantle off her brow, and the pale stars on her shone. And quickly into the lighted hall her helpless form was borne. They tried within their power her life for to restore, but Charlotte was a frozen corpse, and never to speak more. He threw himself down by her side, and the bitter tears did flow. He said, My dear and intended bride, you never more shall know. He threw his arms around her neck, he kissed her marble brow, and his thoughts went back to the place she said, I'm growing warmer now. They bore her out into the sleigh, and Charles with her rode home. And when they reached the cottage door, oh, how her parents mourned. They mourned the loss of their daughter dear, and Charles mourned o'er her doom. Until at last his heart did break, now they slumber in one tomb. From Atlas Obscura, quote, Tiny dolls, usually with dark painted hair and red lips and skin as white as snow, made of white bisque, a type of porcelain, lie frozen in place without any joints. During the Victorian era in the United States, these little dolls were baked into cakes, associated with a famous dessert, and sought after by young girls, just as they're sought after by collectors today. But it wasn't a little girl that gave the doll her name, Frozen Charlotte. The doll's origins, as a German bath-time novelty meant to float in a tub, were innocent, but its arrival in the United States in the mid-1800s coincided with the popularity of a morbid song. The story goes that Maine writer Saba Smith stumbled upon a newspaper story that recounted how a young woman froze to death in her carriage on the way to a ball. Hit with inspiration, Smith, who was also known as the first to record the word scrumptious, scribbled a poem on the theme End quote. The dolls often sold for as little as a penny and were mass-produced. There was even a male doll, Charlie, created on a smaller scale. Now, Charlotte was not only created to float like a frigid ice cube in the tub. She was also ideal for hiding in king cakes during Mardi Gras. The finder will supposedly be prosperous in the coming year. 
Small plastic babies are popular these days, but back in the 19th century, Charlotte was a good stand-in. Surviving examples of frozen Charlotte dolls are easy to find online and come in many sizes. They're often missing arms or legs, and their paint is generally chipped and faded. But they present us with a very interesting time in history. A time when it was normal to buy your child a doll whose backstory involved freezing to death. Of course, when I think about it, my parents bought me lawn darts and chemistry sets in the 80s. This holiday season, however you choose to embrace it, you could try making a dessert to leave on your loved one's doorsteps. It's called Charlotte Rousset, and the main ingredients include bread, sponge cake, or biscuits, and fruit puree, or custard. It's layered like a trifle and can be served warm, but appropriately, it's most often served out of the icebox. That's it for this week, dear listeners. Tune in next time for more tales of the creepy, weird, and paranormal. And as always, stay spooky. Enjoy this week's episode? Consider purchasing a cocktail for me so that I can wet my whistle and continue to bring you awesome content. Visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash identitypod to add funds to my tip jar. Your support is greatly appreciated. The Identity Podcast is brought to you by host Janine Mercer. The podcast is written, produced, and edited by Janine Mercer, unless otherwise stated, and the music is provided by GarageBand. Find The Odd Pod on Twitter and Instagram, at Identity Pod, and Facebook as The Identity Podcast. You're welcome to email suggestions for future episodes to theidentitypodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like a transcript of this episode, one will be available at theidentitypodcast.wordpress.com. Please take a moment to leave a five-star review on iTunes. And if you haven't already, please make sure to mash that subscribe button to be sure you're in the know when a new episode drops. Sincerest thanks to all that have promoted the Identity Podcast to their family, friends, and coworkers. Every little bit helps.